Hey everybody, who's ready for episode 48 of What a Beautiful Podcast? I know I'm not. I'm not. Get rid of it. End it. So, so that clenches it. Neither of us are ready, so we're just gonna... We'll see you next week. Uh... <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, we we are kidders. That was a goof. In case you oh, that was, yeah, that that was, was the a goof. goof. That was a big goof. <laughs> anyway, uh... so we covered something real bad last week, but uh, we're gonna cover something really good this week because Jolien's back, and that's always Jolien a fun. Is that's back. always a fun time to be had on the show. Always excited for a little bit monthly bit of weirdness that gets absorbed into my eyes. <laughs> Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 8. You know it. You love it. <laughs> anyway, so we gotta cover a not-so-great arc of Stardust Crusaders this week, unfortunately. Because it's Let's see how much smack, we can blow through it. It's smack dab in the middle of a uh, pretty good arc and one of the best arcs, so that kind of sucks. So, this is a filler episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, basically. <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, a little, a little bit. I think, yeah, that's that's fair. So, right, so let's just jump think... right into it. We left off at the end of part six of Bast Mariah. Yeah, Mariah, user of the stand, Bast, hospitalized for multiple broken bones. Status retired. Rest in pieces. Uh, so we cut to uh, Jorts and Polnareff uh, looking on as some kids play in the mud, and Polnareff's like, "Ha ha! Kids are great. They're so innocent. Yeah." And Jorts finally realizes, like, Joseph and the old man are taking too long. They might have been attacked. <laughs> you, hang on. You think hang that, on. You think that these idiots, what? Joseph and the old man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, that's hysterical. <laughs> I know that's uh, probably just a translator error, but that's oh, just it's ex- 100% extremely but... good, though. But my brain just like went right past it. I didn't even. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even think about it when you read that. I, I just kind of went along with it. But, but what yeah. I was gonna say was, I love that at this point they don't just assume any time they get separated that something bad is happening. Because it. Yeah, like <laughs> we haven't seen Joey in five minutes. It's <laughs> it might be a stand attack. Who knows? I prob probably a stand attack. Maybe not. Maybe they're just having a good time. You know. Killing it in the yeah. streets of Cairo or whatever. Or they're not in Cairo yet. I forget where they are. Are they or, in Cairo? Well, I don't, I don't, might be I don't in Cairo. So. Point being, wherever they are, they're having a good time. And they yeah. don't need to be concerned. So as Jorts and Polnareff uh, run off, we see another kid trying to muscle in on this, this mud game here. And he runs right into the leg of this bad man, who we know is a bad man because he has the menacing sound effects over him. Um, what, what does he look like? What does Alessia look like? Who? Hmm. Mm. Kind of like. Oh, uh, sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's what he looks like. That's exactly what he looks like. That's yeah. That that's the best way I can put it. With glasses that don't actually do anything. I hate his hair thing so much. I hate the bells coming out of his hair. Yeah, he has, like, ringlets coming out of his weird horizontal afro that have, I guess they're bells. I don't know what else they would be, but who knows. Um, and he, and he uh, starts talking to the kid that ran into him. It's like, good boy, you didn't cry. Are you hurt? How old are you, kid? 
Four? What a good boy. Where's your daddy right now? He's at work. Where's your mommy? At home doing laundry. So you're here by all by yourself? Good, that means I can bash your head in. This motherfucker. Great. You got mud oh, in my pants. Are you gonna have are you gonna pay to have them cleaned or maybe work and pay it off? What the what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You look like somebody you look like an ugly person got ran over by a car and then became <laughs> more ugly. Oh, his weird non eyes. <laughs> So, uh, the kid is just like, eat, and I, off screen, just Alessi beats him up, I guess, because that's what those sound effects are. Jesus. Wow. This guy uh, sucks. Yeah, th- this, this is why this happens, so we immediately know that he is unequivocally a bad person. <laughs> and his Joe Starrett. Co- oh, go ahead. He doesn't say the card... For Sithan, the, the, which is his stand, is this like very smug-looking bird person. And the look- I was about to say, <laughs> it's like this smug-ass bird. <laughs> Fuck you. Favorite uh, phrase, good boy. Fuck you. Oh, wow. That's actually here. Yeah. Joestar and Abdul are fighting Mariah. I'll handle Jotaro and Polnareff. They're strong, so I'll do whatever it takes. To? Um, Himself? The first page... Yeah, the first page of the of of the first part of his arc, just the the with Polnareff's face <laughs> close up, and him and him walking towards the panel, and it's like, what is going on? His absurdly wide torso, tiny tiny head. Oh my god! Sideshow Bob was putting it lightly. Oh, uh, we're god. back to uh, a rocky coloring because it looks like it was done with a magic marker. Uh-huh. Um, no offense. We do get an amazing color cover spread, and everyone is looking fly as hell. Dude, where is SAS of Purple Joey? Where is that? Oh, my God. I Lilac want, Joey. Yeah, I want that shit. Would have been incredible. Polnareff is just his regular colors. Yeah, that's... Oh, beca- oh, because they're the colors of their stands. I get it. Oh, oh yeah, that makes I get, sense. I why get is it, Joe? Jort- why is Jorts yellow? I don't know. Platinum yellow is that a thing? <laughs> who, who knows? Because <laughs> because already has silver, <laughs> and Joey's already purple. Well, I guess you could have made a stretch that Joey is lilac and Jotaro is purple, or they yeah, but... or they could have just made you know they could have used blue star platinum. He could have been blue. He could have been blue. He could have been. Uh... How well, long it could have been green or silver, but yeah, he could have been blue. He could have been the uh, the one fest blue. Um, but yeah, we're into the chapter proper now, and it's just a couple pages of uh, <laughs> Alessi wandering around following Jorts and Polnareff, and Polnareff notices him back there, and Alessi's surprised face is very good because it's almost like a mop got confused. <laughs> Don't be surprised if half of our, more than half of our coverage of this arc is just us uh, making jokes about how ugly this man is. Yeah, like, life might be hard sometimes, but at least I don't look like a push broom. <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is definitely what Alessi looks like. I got a bunch of these lined up, don't you oh worry. Oh my god, I'm so happy. That was, that was wonderful. Anyway, so yeah. he bumps into, uh, into Polnareff here. Hey, idiot, what do you think you're doing? I can tell you've been following us. I can see the malice in your eyes. Eh? You were talking to me? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Malice in my eyes? My parents gave me these eyes. I found my change. (laughs) 
because he was looking for non-existent change on the ground. And super tough, like, Polnareff silver chariot. Like, they never, they're always, like, the butt of a joke, but it looks pretty menacing right here. Oh, yeah, Thanks. and it's it's funny how proactive Polnareff is being right now. Oh, he's just so tired. He has licked <laughs> shit twice, had to fight a sword. Uh, it, <laughs> he is done. He's done being everybody's bitch. A stand user. Um, and we see that Alessi has a weird shadow with eyes that I'm not too comfortable looking at. Um, and does some uh, shadow jutsu on Polnareff, who jumps in the air and dodges. And is like, that was close. I knew you were a stand user. Oi, Jotaro, it's the enemy. I found him. And Jotaro turns around and he doesn't see anyone. Which is weird, because Polnareff was right there. Where, Polnareff, where'd you go? And we see from Polnareff's perspective, Alessi running away. And Polnareff's chasing him, chasing him. It's like, oh, that's a big man. That man shouldn't be that big. And he runs into this guy. It's like, hey, be careful. We're going to get in an accident. If you keep running in the streets, you're lucky I wasn't a car. Hey, what's with these shoes? They're really big. Punchline. Uh, Polnareff has been turned into a child. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a weird stand attack, and that, that's the stand. Alessi Sathan can, uh, make adults young again, I guess, is the thing. Oh, yeah, um, he can turn, turn people into kids. I don't know, it's dumb. And it doesn't get yeah. any more interesting than that. That's that's the base level for the next five chapters. Yeah, and Polnareff still has his hairstyle, so he, he looks really stupid. I'm a kid. This can't be. Is, is this really me? I've turned into a kid. It's impossible. No way. He just looks like a weird monkey child. He does, and he's got the weird kid buck tooth. Um, and he sees Jotaro and goes up to talk to him. He's like, Joe. No, J J Jack. What was his name? I can't remember. <laughs> and it turns out that when you're reverted back to a child, you can't remember your adult memories. Uh, as Alessi pleasantly explains to us from behind a pillar, hey, 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 you're a kid now, buddy, and mine soon now. You'll lose all your memories of being a grown-up. I guess it's about time then. I love to pick on the weak. I'm such a good boy. <laughs> God, he's such a good boy. Because we had to talk about how Jotaro is so observant of everything that he see he sees this weird kid with Polnareff's hair, Polnareff's uh, adult sized clothes, Polnareff's earrings. I love the earrings. And, <laughs> They're still, and he doesn't just say, "Hey, that kind of looks like a weird, uh, deformed Polnareff." What, what, what happened? And he's just like, "Yar yar, does it?" I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, it does. It's my mistake for asking kid. Yeah, this kid's name is Kid. I know I know children. Oh my god. Anyway, part two. Uh Polnareff's he's, he's, a kid. Yep. He's losing his memories. And Alessi <laughs> yells at him. And that's these <laughs> that's these two pages. Next page, uh Alessi kicks him Alessi kicks him for some reason and then pulls out a gun. So there you he have it. Does My have mission is to kill you. Yeah. There you have it. My mission is to kill you. Uh, uh, I'm stuck. Because Alessi kicked him into some pipes, which <laughs> is cool. I, I don't know how that works. Too bad I don't have the time to drag this out. Make it fun. 
as he pulls out this big gun and puts a silencer on it. I, Rocky can draw a good gun when he wants to. I mean, what happened with Emperor? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what he. I don't know what gun he was using as a reference for that because this looks like a regular ass gun, except. Again, with his uh, drawing the same thing multiple times to imply motion, it just looks like he has a gun with four barrels. <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, he's got one of them there, four guns, you know. <laughs> and Polnareff get kid Polnareff gets shot many times with this this gun. But then we see the bullets are reflected off his sword. It's Silver Chariot. He's here, uh, but he's really small. And it's really cute. <laughs> this is the be- That's the best part of this entire arc is small Silver Chariot. Ah, Chariot! Even Chariot is a kid. On top of that, he's weak because his sword got bent. Yes. Then Alessi pulls out an axe. <laughs> Why does he carry an axe? And it, it says axe. It says axe on the axe. It does say axe on the axe. And I, I like, hate, is... <laughs> hate Sithon's eyes. I want them to go away forever. Because sometimes he draws up, draws him on like his side, so you only see the one eye. So he looks like a bird person. But this forward angle just like looks horrible. Oh, it's gross. Oh, this is actually kind of a cool shadow jutsu thing. Because like, Alessi is holding an axe, now Sithon gets the axe because it's his, it's his shadow. That's right. kind of cool. No, That's yeah, neat. it's neat. It's not the dumbest uh, thing. It would have been cooler if it was just like a shadow stand and not, oh, it turns people into kids. Yeah, that was kind of like, hey, let's have a funny chapter before we get to the real shit. <laughs> uh, die, Polnareff. Ah, it's over. And, oh, this is Silver Chariot saying, oh, no. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> As the axe comes down and just shatters Silver Chariot's sword. And it's just, oh, it broke. But the uh, the broken piece of the sword gets lodged into Alessi's neck. And it's like, alright. Ouch. Oh, take that, I aimed it at you. Sure. <laughs> I love, ow, it hurts. Yeah, dude, ow. you just got stabbed in the neck. <laughs> yeah, you're bleeding a lot. And this this um, Egyptian woman, I, they gotta be in Egypt at this point. Uh, comes and helps out Pono. It's like, are oh, you all right, little boy? Oh, he's gone. Did he run away because there's an adult around? I'm safe, but mon dieu, what a freak. And the the woman just like grabs Pono. It's like, what are you mumbling? You need someone to look at that. I'll clean your wounds at my house. Come with me. And Alessi's in a bad place now because he's bleeding to death. And it's like, damn it, I'm not going to take this from a kid. I'll swear I'll kill that little brat. Oh, man. I'm, you know what would have made Alessi better? Is if, like, at some random point in this, a bird just came down and landed on one of his weird hair stalks and just, like, hung out there for a while. <laughs> just, just like, like, and he doesn't even notice because his hair is so big, so it's just sitting there, and it's just, like, maybe, like, five pages later, he'll just be like, when the <laughs> fuck did this bird get here? <laughs> And later on, we just see the bird, and now it just has a little sign that says bird on it, because that's how Lissy rolls. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this part is awkward. Uh, this part just kind of sucks. Yeah, like, Polnareff takes a bath with this lady, and it's just it's just an opportunity for Araki to draw some tits, and for uh, Polnareff to look really... I hate his face. 
I just don't know why I'm so happy. I guess I don't understand because I'm a kid. Thank God. Thanks. <laughs> and just continuing 80 shonen manga's obsession with uh with the child child penis. Yeah, I got some of that kid some of that 1980s shonen kid dick. I don't know what. I don't know why. This just this the... always bothers me. It's like they take every opportunity to do it. Like it's just like I remember like in original Dragon Ball, it's like, do you have to show the shot of Goku standing naked, like, forward? Couldn't you do a shot from the chest up? Like, do I have to see his baby Or wiener? just don't draw the dick. I don't know. I well, don't know, yeah, I don't know why they felt like they did draw the dick. Like, it's just unnecessary. And it's always been unnecessary. Yeah, but Alessi tries to get into the room where they're having a bath, and Sithon comes underneath the door a couple times. But the lady, like, turns around a couple times, and it's like, oh, what? What was that? And eventually, while uh, Polnareff is getting his hair washed by the lady, turns out Alessi's in the room now, and Alessi is washing Polnareff's hair. Oh, God. This is a really bad panel. I hate this panel. With Alessi's mouth, and it's just open over this naked Oh, my God. He looks like Donkey Polnareff. Kong. Oh, he does look like Donkey Kong. <laughs> he's, he's an exiled member of the DK crew. He's the worst member of the DK crew. That that he is. And as Alessi raises up his... Wait, he's not even holding the axe anymore, but he can still have Sitha... Oh, that's stupid. Be yeah. internally consistent. Um, so Polterf gets his fucking hand um, nearly cut off. Yeah, because Chariot um, gets its hand nearly cleaved off from the axe, so Polterf wrist is just hanging by like a thread which is cool the, the nice lady is gone where did she go she was just here she didn't even scream what did he do to her yeah where did the lady go um and now uh so, uh gonna try to drown him in this bathtub because that's where <laughs> that's we what are this, yeah this is that's what this has come to it's just this weird man trying to murder a child i'm a kid so my arms aren't long enough if my arms were longer i'd poke his eyes out and run <laughs> Um, but he's able to pull the plug out of the bathtub and it starts draining before Polnareff can drown. But wait, his hair gets caught in the drain and it stops it up. Oh, man. Chibi Silver Chariot just looking very sad, like pinned to the wall with the axe. Like, oh, God. Just moaning. Um, man. And, and Polnareff just <laughs> shits in the tub. This, um, this arc just has all my least favorite things about Stardust Crusaders in it at once. Ah, uh, God. It's yeah, like, come, so it, come, come on, man. Yeah, he shits in the tub, kicks out Alessi. <laughs> Alessi freaks out. Um, and Polnareff is just screaming, like, what did you do, nice lady? What did you do? What, what do you think I did? Well, we both need to be careful where we step, Polnareff. You might step on her and kill her. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I hate this. I hate this. Uh, Alessi turn, like, made her so young that she's now a fetus, and that's great. Oh, oh, Anyone who touches my stance, Sathan, will have the years fall off of them. Polnareff, you jumped out of my shadow, so you only touched it for a split second. That's why you're only seven or eight years old. But she touched my shadow for ten seconds. That's why she reverted to a fetus. She's still alive, but she'll die soon enough because she's not in her mother's womb. I'm a gross boy. 
I would do anything for this just to, to, to be over right now. But we just still have stop. To, we still have two more chapters to go, and I want to die. We've already been doing this for 20 minutes. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, just speed read some of this. So now he has to defeat Alessi in the, in short order, or the lady will die. Um, but he accidentally touches the shadow again, so he's now about three years old. He's just running and running. I, nothing really too exciting going on here. Um, he's stuck. He gets stuck in this like, what even is this room? Like a janitor's closet or something? Um, and he can't break through the bars. He can't do anything. And here's where uh, this is actually a really good couple pages because this is where Rocky's like, "Hey, you know The Shining? I love The Shining." <laughs> <laughs> it. He even says, here's Alessi. Oh, my God. It's really good, though. Oh, As... it's extremely good because it, it does kind of emulate it, like, really well. And it's it's I'm... a lot better than the classic, you know, a Rocky just name drop movie. Like, he actually did it at a real reference. Good for him. Yeah, it's better than um, Hitchcock brand watches. <laughs> <laughs> that I think that was my favorite. And this is also going to be the thumbnail because it's... <laughs> Oh, Lord. So, yeah, that's a couple great panels. Uh, Alessi smashes through the door with an axe. And then he gets in, and he can't see where Polnareff went. And But there's a bucket in the room. But is he is he under the bucket? He's trying to make me think he slipped through the window. He must be hiding somewhere in the room. <laughs> Not bad for a kid. Just where is he hiding? He could fit anywhere. He's so small he could fit in, the dr- in that drawer. But he sees a, a teddy bear, so he swings at the teddy bear with his axe brand axe. But then he's like, psych, you're in the grandfather clock, and smashes this clock to bits. And he's like, you're ah, I guess. in the grandfather clock. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how, hmm. How would that work? It yeah, would. I don't know. So then the next few pages is just him, like, trying to figure out, just pulling the whole room apart, breaking it's everything. It's literally all it is. <laughs> yeah, it's just him murdering everything, and then, and then he's like, oh, wait. Let me count these fish real quick. <laughs> Maybe the drawer? Not there either. Were you outsmarted by a kid, eh? Tauntaun Alessi? <laughs> and it looks like the fish are laughing at him. It's like, huh? No, no way. One of the goldfish disappeared. <laughs> and, God. What did Paul... What, like, okay, what is so, he even doing? So this is some Magic Boy BT shit. Which is very appropriate. Uh, Polnareff took a mirror, put it diagonally in the um, the aquarium, hid behind it so it would look like so he could hide in that little space of the uh, the aquarium, and then put his head in a ball. And I don't know why he did that part, but basically, I was hiding inside the fish tank using a mirror, and. Uses small silver chariot to slice up Alessi's face real, real good. Oh, boy. And, and sure Alessi... enough, here's Jotaro. Yeah. It, well, Alessi dives out the window. It's like, bad boy, very bad boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's Jorts. <laughs> oh, no, it's Jotaro. Uh, Seth and Alessi, part five. Not, not a moment too soon. <laughs> oh no, I'm dead meat. It's Jotaro. What is he doing here? <laughs> oh. Falling out of the window covered in blood, eh? 
I think this call for an explanation. Oh no, I'm going to get scolded by my boss. I slipped and fell when I was wiping the windows. Oh, what should I do? What shall I do? I'm going to get in so much trouble. Which is Alessi's immediate cover for what he's doing with his super... Oh god, his mouth is terrible here. <laughs> Hold it right... <laughs> yeah. Hold it right there, dickhead! <laughs> this is... Okay, this is... This is good. Oh god. I, I mean, they, why can't you just have three-year-old Polnareff say fuck? <laughs> like, hey, let, let, let him say fuck. Come on. Yeah. Mr. Uh, oh, what was his name? What was his name? Now's my chance. I was waiting for Polnareff to poke his head out. Look, he's looking up. I've got you, Jotaro. And then uh, Sathan comes out and attacks Jotaro while he's not looking. Uh, Polnareff warns him, so he's able to like jump off the shadow like the split second like Polnareff did. But he still gets hit with it. Jotaro, you now you're under my stance. Spell. Ugh, why you? What the? Oh no, he's turning into a kid too. And Alessi starts gloating. And he looks like the boss from Dilbert. And... <laughs> I was sitting on that one. Um... Meaning you couldn't use your stand when you were a kid. Now you're just an ordinary kid. Ah, he's so small. He looks like a seven-year-old. And pulling out his axe brand axe, uh, he goes to cleave child jorts in twain. But a tiny, small fist just comes out and clocks Alessi right in the jaw. And even when small, Jotaro still packs a punch and delivers uh, a very nice seven-year-old aura, aura, aura. (laughs) And as we close out the chapter... I, I didn't know Jotaro could kick my ass even as a kid. <laughs> and falls over, knocked out. And when he comes to, we have both adult Jorts and adult Polnareff. Uh, just to, oh man, to give him the sword aura aura and the fist aura aura. And thank God. Alessi, stands. 38 years old, <laughs> single, blown far, far away. Status, retired retired again aka yeah. retired to the bottom of the fucking sea yeah and the lady is fine she's back to normal um and Polnareff thinks about uh going and talking to her but it's like oh no that's um, she's fine everything's fine but she has a piece of uh his earring his other earring and runs out and talks to Polnareff it's like excuse me did you see a little boy leave my house he's a foreigner just like you Excuse me, sir, have we met before? No, no, I didn't see any boy. Come on, Jotaro, let's go. I love Araki's attempt at doing, like... (laughs) At pathos. uh, Yeah, like, dramatic, like, romance. (laughs) Wait a minute, that earring, are you? Stark, star-cross lovers. I've never met you before. There's no way we could have met... We are travelers, and we've never come this way before. Now, excuse me, we have to get to the next town. I guess it was a dream. Don't say anything, Jotaro, okay? And Jorts comforts him in his moment of weird shit. Just as Joseph and Abdul come in, it's like, Jotaro, Polnareff, where have... Jotaro, Polnareff, where have you guys been? What do you mean, Monsieur Jostar? You guys were the one who were missing. And this weird fucking goblin at the bottom left corner. Wait. He's still, like, Araki, one, doesn't know what to do with Iggy. Two, 
uh, keeps changing him, and now he kind of looks like an octagonal panda. <laughs> it's true. Iggy has been, like, it really did take him a while to figure it out. I wonder why he even bothered with him in the first place. Oh, maybe, like, the halfway point, he wanted to just introduce a new character, like, boosts um, ratings or something. You never know with a weekly manga like that. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. All right, so to wash the taste of Alessi out of our mouth, we have the the one-off chapter, which is incredibly rare in Stardust Crusaders, Shooting, shooting Dio. Dio. I love <laughs> Shooting Dio. Cairo. I love, I love that it's a question mark and an exclamation point. It's fantastic. Oh, look who our, it is. Oh, it's our... Oh, yeah, you didn't remember what this was. This is great. Oh, yeah, I, I completely forgot about this. Damn it, it's dark. Can't see my nose on my face. Where the hell is that some bitch? Can't believe it's high noon. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, if there was ever a doubt in your mind that Whole Horse is just McCree, banish it. (laughs) Oh, God. I want to die just for now having that connection in my head. I don't... Like, if Whole Horse wore a belt, it definitely would have a Banff belt buckle. Let's not kid ourselves here. God damn like, it. Like, really? Some bitch? Some bitch. Can't believe it's high noon. It, that's good, because it gave me, like, what his voice is. This mansion is such a pain. I bet he's over here in that Dio's room. And he walks by a bunch of corpses of women that uh, Dio has just drained the blood of, who are on a pile of gold that I guess Dio also has. Ah, it's Dio's leftovers. These women give themselves to him and let him drink their blood dry. I don't get it. He got the charm of the devil. That Dio is one scary guy. What? Oh, oh man, Dio's voice. That's a tough one. Do you want to take that, Andrew? I don't. I don't oh, know if I got man. that. Oh man. Oh man. What? What is Dio's voice? I. I can't do a British accent. He would. De- he definitely what? needs to. Oh de- yeah. I. I think. I think I got it. Like a okay, breathy. Well, no, like a, he needs he needs to have an air of sophistication to him. Like he's still like a British guy, but he's yeah, like he's a yeah. vampire though, so it's gotta be like. What do you want? And Dio is on this uh, library ladder climbing some books, uh, as as whole horse is just incredibly frightened. We still haven't seen Dio's face at this point, but I do so love still... his weird like torso loincloth he's got going on. Yeah, he, the man's got a look. <laughs> I mean, boss, damn it, I get chills on the spine just being near him. Calm down, whole horse, don't let him scare you. It's nothing, he's probably not much stronger than you are. I said, what do you want, whole horse? I, I came to make a report. Mariah Mari and Alessi, the fifth and sixth of the great need, just got their asses kicked. The fuck is Sir. a great need? I'm going to guess it's um like Arcana, but for Egyptian god cards. <laughs> I guess, man. I feel like maybe you just made that up, but... Uh, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> and? So, so, I came to tell you Jotaro's group should get to Cairo tomorrow. There's only three of the nine gods left. When I said, and, whole horse, I meant you. Huh? When I'm going... <laughs> Damn it. When are you going to go fight them for me, whole horse? You said you pledged me your loyalty, but you haven't backed that up with your blood. Hmm. 
I don't need scouts. You failed me twice. You ran away. <laughs> and Dio goes to what we think is Stranglehole Horse, but instead removes his long-ass cigarette and puts it out on his own fingers. <laughs> and we, I just as like the biggest power play from the ne- <clears throat> from the neck down, my body belonged to a man named Jonathan Joestar. He was Joseph Joestar's grandfather. Look at my fingers. See how my left finger heals slower? My left half is weaker. I haven't completely adjusted to this body. I'm not invincible yet. I'm not ready to fight them myself. And this panel of whole horses, like, drenched face is amazing. Yeah, it's extremely good. Like, right out of a B-movie poster. You'd better do the job right this time. Or else I'll kill you myself. Is he flipping them off? I know he's not, but it he's not. Like but it. I'd like to imagine he just goes back to reading his fucking farmer's almanac or something, and it just flips off whole horse from behind. Don't you? Uh, this is whole horse's inner monologue, by the way. Don't don't you mock me, you goddamn son of a! What are you saying? No one talks to me that way. I don't have to follow orders for someone who's probably not even as tough as me. I may have said yes, but I never vowed loyal from the bottom of my heart. I won't sell my soul to you. And he he pulls out Emperor. Your back is wide open and you just confess your body don't work right. Think about why should I fight four guys at once when you, Dio, you're alone. I'll blow off this jerk's head off and it'll end right here. Then all Dio's treasure will be mine. What's keeping you? I thought I said go. And whole horse is holding Emperor right behind Dio's head. All I have to do is pull the trigger. It'll be over in a second. The Emperor's best for close-up kills. I can fucking do it. I can. You're dead. I'll blow your brains out on the floor, Dio. Are you really trying to shoot me? Huh? And the book Dio's reading suddenly falls onto the chair closed where did he i like you when you went in for the kill you weren't sweating your breathing was steady you were calm impressive whole horse so (laughs) oh man dio just leaves whole horse standing there i imagine for like a minute just whole horse is frozen in place and when we get he can't move like he's literally just like what the fuck (laughs) <laughs> did I just did I die? Am I in heaven now? Uh, we get this nice three-panel triptych of whole horse standing in the same position and then breaking out in a cold sweat. I didn't see him. It's not speed. How did he get behind me? I don't get it. Was that the power of Dio stand the world? He's not ready to fight Joseph. Gotta be kidding me. I finally get it, Master Dio. I'm your slave till the end. I never stood a chance. I I don't know what voice I used for Whole Horse before, but I'm very sad I didn't use that one because it's really fun to do. Wait, I just got it now. She, that's why the chapter's called Shooting Dio. <laughs> yes. He tried to shoot Dio. There, there it is. <laughs> that's that's it right there, my friend Jack. That That's it. <laughs> he tried to shoot Dio. I love um, thinking about it like, Whole Horse, I'm going to shoot Dio. <laughs> <laughs> whole horse tries to shoot Dio. 
No, that's and the that's, cold. That's an always sunny cold opener. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna kill Dio. It's whole horse. I'm gonna kill Dio. Then title card comes out. Dio get um whole horse gets fucking destroyed. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we quick cut to Joey uh, hanging up a payphone that says "Lucky Land" on it. And great. That all right. Fine, Iraqi. A cold Japan. Damn it. <laughs> I, was I, about to... <laughs> I always like that Iraqi slaps his brand on everything. That's pretty he, cool. Yeah, the man. The man knows how to make a name for himself. I would, I've always wanted to know what "Lucky Land" means. I don't know if you I ever don't think it means that. anything. Like, you think it's just a random to... collection of two words? I think it's just like a silly name he thought up and was like, yeah, I'll call my company that. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, that just makes just about as much sense as anything else, so. Yeah, but Joey gets a call that says Holly's getting worse, that she only has four or five days. And Abdul suggests that, let's take a train from here. God damn it. Let's take a train from here to Cairo. That's the fastest route from Luxor without taking a plane. Um, I can't do any voice but whole horse right now, so that that'll well, have to do. Well, y- you've been putting in some uh, some extra work with the voices this week, so <laughs> yeah. Once I fell into the whole horse, one I could not stop. <laughs> so anyway, so next week that that's where we leave off with Star Wars next week. Uh, I, I don't know. Wait. I don't know, Jack. You want to just? We could probably do a whole episode about Darby, right? Because that's what's next week is Darby. Yeah, because how? Because it's a six part one and it's a dense one. And it's we can also talk about the, uh, the anime and the OVA, which is probably the best part of the OVA, in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah, well, I think that the uh, the dubbed OVA of oh, the Darby arc, I think I probably... That's, like, the only thing from the OVA I think I actually... I, I think that was actually done better than the David Productions anime. There's just something, oh, yeah, there's just oh, something about that episode of the OVA that's just, like... And mm. the um, the Dio Jorts fight because Satoshi Khan, Kone, whichever, uh, Paprika guy, Tokyo Godfather's that guy, um, were was part of the, the animators for that uh, like fight, and it definitely right. shows. And it it's shows it's, it's weird. Amazing. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll go. We'll do. You know, we'll do a whole Darby Overdrive next week because I think it's. I think it's safe to say. I, I don't want to speak for you, Jack, but I think that this might be, other than Dio's World, my favorite part of all of Stardust Crusaders. I think the only like Darby the Gamer is is still very good. Yeah, um, I mean that's fair. But no, Darby the Gambler is just like yeah, this is the real shit. Yeah, we might cut it like I might do the legwork and uh, get some audio from the dubbed OVA just so we can have Colonel Sanders Darby just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have those. I'll dig them up. But moving moving on from uh, I say I say say uh, to Joe Jolian is probably the biggest case of whiplash had so far because we go from kid dick and trying to kill Dio to speed starring the mean bean man. <laughs> see, and like if we're gonna see Paul Nareff's kid dick. I think it's safe to say that we'd all be much more interesting to see what's going on with with Josuke's weird double double genitals. That see that that's more worth <laughs> yeah. drawing. I mean, a rocky like he's in a monthly manga. He might as well draw like a sack with four balls in it. Who well, no, cares? No, he's gonna draw the, the two penises and the two by two balls. <laughs> two penises. <laughs> two by two no, balls. Yeah, he doesn't actually have two penises, but in a, in another life, maybe. 
Uh, good old four balls. All right. So you want to open us up here, Andrew? I need to give my vocal cords a rest. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Okay. So we pick off where we last left off with uh, Josuke Yasuho getting on this weird bus. And they're driving. And then the man that we've been searching for, the bean man, he's here. And he's driving the bus. Yeah. So this is him? The plant appraiser? Damn it. Every, everything's going to be tainted by the whole voice. <laughs> um so yeah the plant appraiser we call him the bean man because he's wearing this like flowery flowery i guess sweater over a shirt and tie that has um bean pods super like embroidered on it with vines and stuff like this is definitely a plant guy he's Uh, into plants he's got a plant theme going on he probably just lives his life about plants but the Ooh, best part literally. about this page is that the what is probably the real driver of the bus is unconscious on on the floor, mm. with the rest of the people of the bus still in the bus, and the <laughs> plant man is just driving this bus, and the other people are just look extremely confused. Oh, I love it! It's like huh? what, what, Because um, last chapter, the the bean man came uh, was on the bus, knocked out the bus driver because. Uh, he told Josuke that Josuke needs to protect him because people are after him. Um, he's like, I heard from Norsuke-san about the new Rakakakakaka and some background on what's been going on recently. We may be good friends, but I haven't said I'll work with him on this yet. Who's that girl next to you? Why'd you bring her with you? <laughs> Poor Yasuho. Like, she just gets, she... like, Araki is a big stick at one end of the stick is all of the major characters, and the other end of the stick is Yasuho. That just gets beat on the floor. She gets dragged for no reason. Yeah. Like, her mom is an alcoholic because, and neglects her already. When, like, when honestly, she's probably, like, the best supporting female character in, like, all of JoJo, maybe. Yeah, she's great. Uh, but It's like, you know, who else do we have to work with? Uh, I, what's her name? exactly <laughs> yeah exactly there's trish trish oh yeah, yeah. trish yeah like yukiko great yukiko ugh. um I, I guess if you count food fighters as a human then she she was pretty good well and, yeah stone ocean as a whole yeah like, so stone ocean did a good job with that yeah hermes and everyone um oh yeah that's yasuho chan uh says josuke lacking a mouth if it weren't for her, an enemy called Dolomite would have kept me from getting here. Oh, really? Is there danger approaching? If you'd rather I was alone, I can have Yasuho-chan go home. It's no problem. Huh, I think it might be a little late for that. You can tell that Bean Man is just pissed. <laughs> I can't tell what he is at all. He just kind of has this like blank stare on his face. Yeah, and he starts spitting out percentages like... If the, the way things stand, if she went back to Mariah alone, there's a 95.5 chance she'd die. Same goes for if she jumps onto the ground from this moving bus. What I'm saying is there's an enemy pursuing me from behind. Huh? No way. Something's already attacking us? Hey, who the hell are you people? Says the, the back the of bus, the bus. The bus riders begin to revolt. They're very confused. What are you people doing? Why is the bus driver collapsed on the floor? Josuke-kun, I'm going to abandon this bus, but I'd like to get a little farther first. Quiet down those noisy bystanders back there. 
Look, they started to notify other people about this. I broke the cameras earlier, but if I get pursued for bus jacking later, that'd be a real pain. Where are you even going to go? What's going on? First things first. <laughs> oh, I love the bean man. <laughs> where am I going? At this point in time, I'm not so sure I want to say where. Someone might be listening. Because uh, this whole situation is because... Um, who saw just... Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck. What's the mom's... Is the mom's name Kato? Yeah, Kato? Yes, Kato. Kato Higoshikata saw Josuke, uh, go somewhat like, leaving the house after talking to Norisuke, and she called, uh, she called Jobin about it, and they kind of figured out that, uh, they were trying to locate the, uh, the bean man. So now, now I'm kind of hoping that, uh, Jobin and Kato are just, like, in the next chapter, just kind of, like, catch up to the bus on a, on a motorcycle in a sidecar. Just like, oh whoa, we got him now. <laughs> Some wacky racist shit. Yeah. With, uh, who is it? Snively Whiplash and his shitty dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the priorities here are protecting me. The pr- priorities here are protecting me is first. Then your own life comes second. She's third. Okay? Huh? God, poor, Yasuo. <laughs> poor Yasuo. Oh my god, skills me. Uh, I'm just saying what I think is logical. That what I think is we want to avoid the approaching mayhem. And again, just drags Yasuo out of nowhere. Those bangs of yours, did you perhaps cut them yourself? Dude, what is this guy's fucking damage? Oh my god. Yasuho did cut them herself, but still, come on. No, it, that's not even the point. It's just like... No, 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 no. But I'm just like... <laughs> it's guy's funny that dick. she did. Yeah, she's just like... Ugh. Um. So Bean Man pulls the bus... Like, Rocky's gotten real good at drawing his... um landscapes because it's a pretty good landscape we don't well, really I mean, see that there's got to be some sort of like photo etching happening here, oh right? definitely but he's yeah. still like some of the detail work like like there's this rest stop i guess in rural japan or wherever they are um with i reading the sign it's like toot in totem or tatum food store yeah, I, if, if he's not uh, uh like using a picture for some of this he's like really channeling his inner pop oh yeah he's gotta these, be especially some of these like, landscapes <laughs> like i don't think he uh did used all of his effort drawing all these trees yeah, he's gonna say, do you think he put too. in all these happy little trees himself <laughs> he he might have like drawn a block and was like put trees here and come back to it later uh so they stopped at the parking lot the bean man spitting some more numbers at him. Our chance of survival after stepping out from the bus is only 7.5%. But if we get off the wrong place, it'll go even lower. Those people notified others, too. It's a bit to our benefit to park here. Let's get off. Josuke-kun, take the phones from the writers in the back, please. They're recording video. We should destroy those phones. It's okay. I erased them. That's the sort of ability I've got. As Yasuho, tired of being dragged. Yes, yeah, it's like, I'm useful. I can do things too. It's just like a big fuck you as she steps real hard off the bus. And Bean Man is like, oh. Hmm. Who does... Bean Man, I don't know why I get this feeling from him, but he reminds me of a Hey Arnold character. <laughs> just because, like... 
I don't know. <laughs> He's got just like that kind of cl- like uh, clothing, I guess. Well, I, I honestly, I, I hadn't noticed yet that he has like a, a button-down shirt and a tie-on underneath his weird yeah, uh, he fancy things. Yeah, he he's fancy. like. He, he's saying that like he wants to keep it formal, but he's also got to rep the plants. Yeah, he's got to rep the like beans. My, my plant friends. Love my friends. <laughs> um, and Josuke starts demanding answers like, who's chasing us? Are they the rock humans? What about Demo Tamaki? You didn't have any other allies. He's just yelling at this bean man. It's, you got a lot to say, don't you, Josuke-kun? I'm the one that got roped into this just because I live in the mountains. I didn't know about Demo Tamaki either. But I know there's some dark enemy out there, one that slipped into society as long as the fruits known as the Rakakaka exist. They'll take what they'll do whatever it takes to get their hands on them. And you'd best not doubt my probabilities, pointing out Yasuho, like yet again. Ah oh, man. And then she's like, huh? Uh yeah, I did cut them myself. Uh cut what? <laughs> Josuke being clueless. <laughs> Uh, and we think that he's pointing at Yasuho, but he's actually pointing to the tree behind her, which starts to come alive. <laughs> because we don't notice this at first, but we see the tree is, like, flipping. Like, one branch is over there, then it's over there. And it's slowly making its way over to Team Josuke. Awesome. Um, the, the tree is breaking through the concrete. <laughs> Yeah, and then and it's, it's like Yasuo and Josuke are like, "What the fuck?" And Plant Man's like, "See, I told you so." Yeah, see, this is what happens when you don't listen to my numbers. Because <laughs> the tree, oh, man, the way it's moving is really creepy. Like, it's it's rooted, but it just starts sliding, but uh, like uprooting everything as it. So it's sliding through the parking lot, but cracking all the asphalt and everything. And they're understandably shaken. The, the tree? What are those? It's not just one. The, I don't. This is some Wizard of Oz shit. It is some Wizard of Oz, Wizard of yeah, Wizard of Oz, uh, Lord of the Rings. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be that wizard. Uh, the tree is coming this way. The branches and trunk are gradually rotating. Now you're getting it. Take a good look around the roots. Maybe I should have estimated our chances of survival to be a bit lower. And what we see is a bunch of rats with a bunch of holes in them. So this tree is uh, absorbing or like killing. It's killing them somehow. Like we haven't seen what it what it does. We don't even know what the stand is yet. Like. If or it's this... if this is even a sand, maybe these trees are actually just sentient. Oh god, let's oh man. <laughs> did oh. we hit did we get that far yet? Is that where we're at? It's like it, it's the walleyes. The walleyes have come alive. <laughs> do you remember the walleyes? You think they're gonna come back? You think they're gonna have anything to do with anything? Yeah, because I always thought like the pattern on the walleyes was kinda like the teeth pattern on when people because here's the thing. In Jajolian, people get stands after getting bit by something. That has never come up. Yeah, they never... Well, that's the thing. They never explained that. He never explained the walleyes. Like, who was biting these people? Yeah. Are the walleyes also from the same thing that's biting people? Because <sighs> everything was caused by the earthquake. That's why they can't find that tree again. 
because jo- joseph fumi and kira like grafted the branch uh, so they could cure holly but then the earthquake happened so those two were the only ones who like had any idea where the branch was that's why Dama wanted to kill the- kill them so why kira died and combined with just wow it's it's convoluted <laughs> but we're here um but the because the earthquake made the walleyes appear and after that is when people started getting stands by being bit oh man i don't know we're gonna get there eventually i hope I yeah hope we're gonna get I hope there he sticks the landing on this because <laughs> we'll see what happens he, I mean, he's got some it's time. a rocky we, yeah we, he'll pull it off somehow I know. yeah and a rocky we trust yeah exactly um and bean man is just saying that because we're on concrete the the tree is having a hard time getting over here so that we're leaving now we'll be abandoning the bus now from here we're headed to a safe place hold on i don't know you i don't even know your name my name is mama zuku rai got that rai not ray my occupation is norske san's personal fruit grower i don't do business with anyone else uh then the, oh the kanji translator's note the kanji in his name read bean pig iron and gratitude so he's literally the bean man. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Josuke shows him pictures that he took of the Higashikata estate so that he can figure out which uh, branch has the Rakakaka grafted onto it. Um, Please, would you give me your expert opinion on these? The branch of the grafted Rakakaka. Could you appraise these and tell me which photo it is? I need to know which branch it is. After that, I'll go home. I don't want to cause you any more trouble. The enemy is probably only after me. Once I go, that should put you out of danger. I'm the only one being targeted. And the bean man peruses these photos. Good news. The Rakakaka branch is intact, and I know which one it is. But this isn't going to be that simple. I'll tell you what I know for certain. Um, and turns out the whatever the enemy is, they cannot be allowed to find the branch. Um, for reasons that are still not yet known, uh, because if whoever's looking for the branch were to find it and did scientific analysis on it, the branch would wilt, and if they tried to grow more, those branches would wilt, and this one branch is special, and it won't be able to make it through the winter, and Jobin can't find it either, the Bean Man's location has been leaked, uh, so the Bean Man is kind of back against the wall and has to work with Josuke to like escape. I still I still don't get like why that branch is special. Like do you, any any thoughts? That's just another thing that I've been hoping one day will be explained away. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, there's a there's a lot of uh, I guess like the reader is asked a lot. In, in this, in Jajolian. The reader is the last to do, asked to do a lot of head work. Yeah. <laughs> He's asking a lot of uh, the audience to be like, hey, just hold on. I know it's been like five years. It's cool. We'll make it. Well, we'll I, I guess, it. you know, you know, 30 years of Jojo. I guess he, he has, he, he deserves a chance to be like, listen, I, I got something good going on here, but you gotta, you gotta wait. You just gotta to wait. let a story breathe, I guess. You gotta wait and be confused for years a while (laughs) um so josuke is just like i'm sorry first things first don't step in the soil around here we're gonna take a chair lift as the tree is still slowly making its way to them um and they're at like a closed ski resort 
So they hop on this chairlift, like go, going up the mountain. Uh, Bean Man's got a remote control for it, so they just like slowly ascend. And Yasuho start talking like, so about the safe place, what exactly is there on top of the mountain? Shh. First things first. Up there is safe, and given that I managed to meet up with you guys, our chance of survival has risen to 20%. Um, and suddenly they stop at one of like, you know, like a chairlift towers, like supporting tower. Um, and Bean Man clambers out, pulls down this tray of, of stuff, and there's he like... He lives in a pole? He lives in a pole. Oh my god, <laughs> is Bean Man Superfly? Oh shit, kind of. Is he SBR Superfly? <laughs> he might as well be. <laughs> um, and he starts serving them like tea and snacks. And he has like a microwave, what looks like a hot top, bowls, plates, and everything up here. He just lives up here. Uh, it's like... I've, I've got an aluminum blanket if the wind is making you cold. Also, there are some air cushions behind you. And <laughs> I like that Araki drew in all these wind lines just to make sure that you know that it's cold as shit up there and this is ridiculous. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this is stupid. That's why I'm drawing it. <laughs> and then we get some Magic Boy BT-esque uh, instructions on how to make meringue. As the Bean Man goes step by step, is like, uh, take 50, 150 grams of mascarpone cheese, put it in a bowl, add a egg yolk, add a dollop of honey, 300 milliliters of fresh cream with 40% butter fat. You want to give that a nice stir. After all that mixing, you take your whisk out, the cream tapers to a point. That's the shape you really want. See that? This is the tricky part. Now we're going to combine the egg whites and what you had left over from before. You froth that up and see how fluffy that is. What do you think of that? This is meringue. Now combine the meringue with the rest of this shit and you got some golden cream. This is literally... (laughs) 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 Looks like the water in the pot's boiling too. I'll pour some chamomile mint tea in a minute. Make yourselves at home. (laughs) During this entire sequence, Yasuho and Josuke have just been like slack-jawed in amazement as this man has furiously been preparing some golden cream (laughs) oh man and then they finally are able to bring words to their mouths no No way you're messing with this right you live here (laughs) in midair on this chairlift i go to a villa during the winter season when it snows here it becomes a ski resort and customers come you see Okay, then I'll be able to find the Rakakaka branch in no time. When we get to the Higashikata estate, we'll be able to search, search out that branch. But you want to harvest them, right? The fruits? We can't harvest the fruit from the branch. There's no point to it at all. The way of doing that is here on this mountain. Oh, wait. If we can't harvest the fruit from the branch, there's no point. And the way of doing that here is on this mountain. Hold on for me. This will just take five seconds. And he points, at, points out to the side of the mountain... And a string, like, like it looks like his hand is covered in rubber bands. Like, <laughs> fingers, hand, everything. And the rubber band extends out uh, into the mountain and brings him back a fresh, plump strawberry. And we see his stand, and it's, it's something. <laughs> what, like, what am I even looking at? It it's, looks like soft and wet got beat up. I'm trying to see... Yo, tr- wait a minute. Wait, uh, wait a fucking tick. 
What persona has that same face? Oh, man. That's not Thanatos' face, is it? Am I going crazy? No, this is like, um... Is it Lilith from Evangelion? With the... Or Adam? The the one that's, like, strung up on the wall with the... Yeah, with the, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's like that kind of mask with the multiple eyes on each side of the face. But what I first thought was, like, the pole that they're sit, sitting on... It, like look at the look at this thing's arms and legs, that's the weirder part to me because they kind of blend into the background. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but it looks like, like we're not gonna get a better look at him until next month. No, because he pulls out the strawberry, slices it into uh, uh, an attractive shape. The entire mountainside is my orchard. Living directly above is really convenient for doing my job. So what do you think of that? Romanoff, this golden cream tastes better with strawberry on top, you know? If you want, while making yourselves at home, we can discuss our plan for what to do next. That stand just now. To be continued. (laughs) That stand just now. Yeah, it's arms... What was that stand? It's arms are whisks, and it's got a weird collarbone. Man, it's... Oh, okay, so, like, the rubber bands are around his face, too. So I guess whenever he uses his stand, that's just how he looks. But is the stand attached to the mountain or to him? Like, if we conti- if you, if you, we base it off, like, maybe this guy is super fly, maybe the maybe stand is... Maybe stand only works on the mountain. Yeah, maybe it's tied to the mountain. Or maybe not. I guess we'll see. If he uses the stand anywhere else, we'll have all have our answer. But yeah, I mean, again, we're not going to find out till next month. But yeah, like we said earlier, this chapter was just uh, you know exposition and preparing for the future. Yeah, that's what a lot of these are. But fairly recently, we had a big dose of story like ten chapters ago. That was like Joseph Fumi and Kira. Damo Tamaki kills again. <laughs> Was... Yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's just like, once this is over, like, going back and binge reading it, this will just be like, oh, man, that, Tama- that Tamaki arc happened. That yeah. was crazy. Now we have a few... Ch- well, now we have, like, a few chapters of whatever in between the next big arc. But us sitting on our dumbasses, like, <laughs> it's been almost a year! It's been a year! Man, it has almost been a year since Damo Tamaki kills again. <laughs> that's yeah. weird. 11 that's months. That's weird. <laughs> No, I guess it has been a year because there was definitely a. Um, oh right, because there was a, a break around Christmas time. Yeah, there was definitely a month off. Wow. Whew. Time flies when you're reading monthly manga. Let me tell you. Oh god. Oh god. I just want to see more of it. <sighs> Same. It hurts. <laughs> it uh, hurts. <laughs> so while Andy's in pain. It that hurts. Will bring, <laughs> that will bring us to the end of what a beautiful podcast episode four eight. Oh, Thank God, why doesn't God answer my screams? <laughs> Just kill me. Um, thanks to you to everyone who's been liking the show, sharing, subscribing, giving us a rating on iTunes. You know we love it. We love you guys. We love doing the show. You, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, post in the subreddit, our SoundCloud. You know where to find us at this point. And if this was your first episode, what are you doing? Go back to number one. Yeah, you got 47 hours worth of our nonsense <laughs> to listen to, so enjoy. And some of those are good quality. <laughs> <laughs>
No, anyway, every episode is good quality. We'll oh. catch you guys next time. See y'all next week. Thank you.